0: By i103.8. 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. So it's pretty unusual that I put every single fader up for every single microphone in the studio, but there are now all up, all, all eight, all seven microphones, uh, because we have a room full of fantastic guys. Uh, first of all, we've got the boys who bake, we've got Archie. We've got Omar, we've got Edward, we've got Stanley. Say hi, guys. Hi. hi. Hello there. <laughs> Your mics definitely work, which is brilliant. We also have Zina. Hi, Zina. Hello. Hello. Uh, and we also have Ali Shaikh. He is the Commercial Director uh, of uh, the Middle East and Marking Capabilities Director uh, of, uh, of Betty Crocker. Basically, you have a very fancy title. Lovely to have you in the studio as well. Ali, now... You guys are at the complete root of this subject because it all happened because you suddenly received a tweet from a young guy in Ras al-Khaimah saying, hang on a second, these Arabic instructions are essentially sexist. And so how did you hear about it? How did you react? So uh,
1: thanks for the invitation, Georgie. Um, uh, What we are living through right now in Dubai is uh, at the really a cusp of a big change in the society. Yeah. What we are witnessing everywhere from Saudi Arabia to UAE to Qatar to Kuwait is that people are questioning the roles of women in the society. And I think as individuals living in this society as well as representing organizations who are pioneers of gender diversity and inclusiveness around the world, it's our responsibility to take a stand. Um, I think what Sultan did, uh, he kind of woken us up uh, in terms of what we have been doing um, he basically highlighted, and for many of our non-Arabic native speakers, they won't get this, but Arabic language is either masculine or feminine. Yeah. and It's not like English. So he pointed out that, you know, I like to bake, but uh, most of the instructions are in addressing my sisters. Uh, so why, doesn't, why don't you change that? So as a company which prides itself as being consumer first, General Mills heard that. And General Mills ended up as changing the packaging instructions on Betty Crocker uh, with a campaign called The Kitchen is for Everyone. Um, So that's our entire logic behind inclusiveness and making sure that baking is not just only for women. As women are getting more and more into the mainstream workforce of UAE, of Saudi Arabia, a household staple brand like Betty Crocker took a stand. And I think that's very important because household and, and women participation is not just doing the same chores that they have been doing for ages. We've all grown up in societies where there were stereotypes of what women used to do or what women are not supposed to do. But that has been changed. I think men have to own up and have to take the leap forward in terms of their participation in the kitchen, uh, in the laundries. We've heard many companies take stands on these things. But Betty Crocker, being the market leader, took up a stand and changed its entire packaging and now addresses both men and women.
2: Actually, the tweet from Sultan was, Dear Betty Crocker, and this has been translated into English, Sultan has a simple objection to the form of speeches on your boxes. And then there's a screen grab or a video of the instructions in Arabic. And actually, a lot of young boys retweeted him and even backed him up on this. There was a young boy in Saudi who said, This boy is complaining that the translated instructions are only for females because he cooks too. You should make sure that your translated version is just gender-neutral as well. And this is a boy in Saudi Arabia. And Betty Crocker replied, thank you for taking the time to send this to us. We'll pass it on to our team in the Middle East. And, you know, when they reply that sort of generic response, you know nothing's going to happen. But we were very, very shocked that, um, yeah, it led you to change the wording on 20 million units of packaging. Um, What was the change in the wording?
1: So the change in the wording is that you made the instructions gender-neutral. So irrespective of whether boys are cooking or girls are cooking or men are cooking or women are cooking, they are equally addressed in the language now. This is, I think, a first in the market right now for especially for baking items and baking goods. Because you see what Sultan told us was like a like a butterfly effect into what we have been thinking always. So we launched many things and what Sultan picked up was our one minute cake that can be baked easily in an oven. It's like what we call mug treats. Um, we've also launched ready-to-eat products. But the address and the, and the language used was not keeping pace with the change in the society. So he pointed that mistake or anomaly out. He said that's a national evolution in terms of taking the brand into a completely different thing altogether. So that's what we really learned from Sultan. And I think as a company which listens to social media a lot, we want to be the pioneers of this change.
0: It is extraordinary that the change came through social media because loads of people spend a lot of time on Twitter and you can sort of think maybe I'm wasting my time slightly getting really, you know, really angry about certain subjects. But then you know, you get Sultan and he's only eight and he made this huge, you know, had this huge butterfly effect, this huge change. Tell me about Betty Crocker because of course, by its very nature, it's a woman's name. Is it time to have, you know, gender neutral Crocker or maybe you could have Adam Crocker packages or Sultan Crocker packages?
1: I think I think the very heart of Betty Crocker has always been uh, a mom's ally in the kitchen. A mom's ally in the kitchen does not necessarily have to be just helping mom in the kitchen.
0: Ah, that's a good point. So you see, there is
1: a creative leap over there that all brands are entitled to take that we encourage. So a lot of our communication is now targeted or positioned towards men, to university students, to, to men in offices. And if you've seen some of the recent commercials on Betty Crocker, we've been on this journey already. So I think what uh, this latest uh, social media storm has taken us is taken us take the bold move of changing our entire language on the pack. So I think the time is ripe right now for most uh, companies to join the bandwagon and 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 like like what you mentioned, that many times we curse the negative advantages of social media, but there are good sides to it also.
0: Absolutely. So, okay. Now I'm going to have to address the boys in the studio because they're all sitting here being very patient while the the adults talk around them. Um, Omar, I'm going to start with you. Omar, so uh, when did you start baking and uh, why do you like cooking and baking?
3: So I started baking when I was around seven or six years.
0: Yeah, And I, how old are you now?
3: I'm 13. 13 now. Okay. I baked uh, my first cake was a Better Crocker milk chocolate cake, so Cool. And yeah.
0: And so what have you made? Because what's brilliant about this, what, what the, the key behind all of this is that all the guys have actually baked us something and, and brought it in. So we will be having a taste-off later on, naturally, um, because, you know, Zina and I definitely need to be given the opportunity to try something. Oh, my goodness. So, oh, it looks chocolatey. I've just been showing. Is that yours? Is yours the chocolatey one? Or did you do yeah. the blueberry one as well? Yeah. You did too? Yeah. Oh, wow. Majestic cakes. Fantastic. Amazing. Uh, so, Oma, you've done us some cakes. Archie, how old are you? So
4: I'm 15.
0: And uh, are you are you are you proud to call yourself a boy who bakes?
4: Yeah, well I bake a lot of times, so yeah.
0: And what have you made for us today?
4: So um, I made some brownies from Be- um, and I used the Betty Crocker mix. Ooh. So I had to put that out there.
0: Excellent. Well no, I'm glad you I'm glad you stuck with the, the theme. We're theming today yeah. after all. It's a Betty Crocker theme. Oh, it was a theme. Well, yes. Ooh, because, there's got to well, be a theme
4: for everything, hasn't
0: there? There has to be a theme for everything. And your brother, Stanley, hes a bit younger. Stanley, uh, what did you make?
5: So I made brownies from Betty Crocker's, obviously, because that's the theme. Yes.
0: And uh, so you made. Brownies. And how old are you, Stanley?
5: I'm only 11, so I'm a lot younger than my
6: brother.
0: Not a problem. And then we've got Edward in the studio. Edward, I'm guessing you might be the youngest part, but I could be wrong. What did you make for us?
6: I made a Victoria sponge cake.
0: Ah, the classics. Often the best, I find. But we'll, ha- we'll have to wait and see. I'm very enthusiastic about doing the taste test. In a few minutes, we'll be finding out a little bit more from these guys about how they feel about gender stereotypes, whether or not they think it's OK uh, for guys to bake, whether they think that there's anything that men and what men, men should do and women should do and whether there's any divide at all. We've got the younger generation in the studio and we're going to be talking to them a lot.
1: Have your say on the agenda
0: <laughs> with Tom Urquhart on Dubai i 103.8. We are having so much fun on the programme today. The reason why you can hear me in echo is because we've got every single microphone open because I am surrounded by boys who bake. We need a sign of dun 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 after that. Dun this,
4: dun dun. There we go.
0: It all stems from this fantastic uh, Twitter campaign, which took place involving Betty Crocker. Essentially, a young lad called Sultan from Russell Kamer uh, wrote into Betty Crocker on Twitter saying, Hang on a second the instructions are for boy uh, for girls and i'm a guy and i like i like baking so this is outrageous can you change the language and what do you know betty crocker did we've got ali shake who is from betty crocker in the studio he's explained how the whole process went and in order to celebrate this fact, and celebrate the Twitter campaign. Zina, our wonderful producer, has organised a lot of cake to come in and she's organised for four guys to bake us some awesome produce and bring it in for us to taste. So I want to find out though guys, because you all got involved with this, because you actually feel quite passionately about baking and about cooking. Let's start with you Stanley, because you're on my right. What is it that you like so much about cooking?
5: Well, I like cooking because obviously it's fun. It also helps with like life skills, so you're learning math because it has to be precise. But the thing with cooking is that it's not precise. You can just put stuff in. But with baking, you've got to be really precise on what you're doing. So when you finish it, you feel like you've achieved something really great. Also, you have some ups and downs. You could have a fail, like a really bad fail, or you could have a really good cake and everyone loves it. Uh, So I like the difference between, oh, this is really good and, oh, I could have done better. And you learn from your mistakes.
0: So we've also got Stanley there, we've got Edward in the studio, we've got Omar and we've got Archie. So, guys, put your hands up. Has anyone had a complete, terrible baking fail? all (laughs) (laughs) of (laughs) them. They've all put their their hands up. So, Edward, you're next in my life. Edward, tell me about your baking fail.
6: Once, when I was little, I accidentally put salt in a cake instead of sugar.
0: (gasps) Oh, that must Ooh. have been gross. <laughs> <laughs> Very gross.
6: Luckily, my mum managed to taste the mixture before it went into the oven. So. Oh,
0: well done. So so you caught, you caught it out. You didn't create a, a sort of slightly slimy masterpiece for no. everybody, a salty masterpiece. How about you, Archie? What's been your baking fail?
4: Well, I kind of got it right. But the thing is, I wasn't able to taste it. Bit because so uh, I made a nice little um yule like yule log you know like the chocolate roll log oh yes yeah I spent all day with my grandma making it but unfortunately my gra- and it, it were, and I like excited because the next day was Christmas but the dog ate it oh
0: no oh, my <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> all of it all of
4: it just saying the dog survived though
0: the dog did survive oh yes because dogs aren't meant to have chocolate yeah
4: <gasps> yeah the dog the, was by alive. the way that is the least. That's, like, probably not the worst thing it's eaten.
0: Oh, well, yeah, that's true, actually. That's a fair point. Well, that means your cake was really good if your dog survived.
4: Uh, no, it was my like grandma's. <laughs> low chocolate,
0: low chocolate.
4: I, I was very upset that day.
0: So, Omar, tell me, what is it? Uh, you're 12 years old. Tell me what it is that you like about baking.
3: Um, Maybe I like it because it's just a hobby. Yeah. But the main point about this is that Actually, like you have to make some. Like I didn't like sweets a lot. Uh huh. I like savory more. Yeah. Me but too. I like making s- things for other people.
0: You see, that I think
3: is a key so, to it. Yes. Bacon. I bake. Mainly for other people, but there are some sweets that, are re- that I really like, honestly.
0: And it does make people feel good when you bake for them, if it, to, be, to be honest. I mean, look how happy Zena and I are. I know. <laughs> we get to taste it later. We're have no, a- well, it's amazing. All the radio presenters are walking past to go to their studios, and everyone's slowing down as they walk past our green room and going, Mmm, cake. I think they're wondering the
4: why kids are in here.
0: The, no, I, th- I think it's that. They think, Mmm, kids. But then they go, Mmm, cake. <laughs>
4: passionate or
1: put out. Got a grievance you need to air? This is your forum and this is your chance to
2: set the agenda.
0: Join the conversation on Dubai i 103.8. So we are discussing the very important point of gender stereotyping on the programme today, on the agenda. We have four guys in the studio. They are Zena's boys who bake. It's like a boy band.
2: It's like a boy band, yeah. except they bake cakes. <laughs> so they've oh. actually baked a few cakes, some brownies, some cookies first. We're going to sample them later. We're going to get the news team involved Uh, but I I must admit Georgian when I was discussing this with you I mean who who bake-shames voice these days? I mean, it's a given that voice bake
0: too, but I was so surprised to find out that they've got stories to tell about that. Wow. Okay, so, uh, Stanley, let's start with you. Have you, has anyone... Uh, actually, I'll just open it up to all of the guys. So we've got Stanley, Edward, Omar and Archie in the studio. We've also got Ali Sheikh from Betty Crocker. A little bit of background. The reason why we're talking about this is because a young guy called Sultan got in touch via Twitter with Betty Crocker saying that the instructions in Arabic were only addressing females and he's like hang on a second i bake too so guys what do your mates think about you being boys who bake does anyone like bake shame you
5: well the uh england was fine because obviously you grow up around sweets well especially i did uh but when i moved over to bite, if you say oh i bake it's kind of like oh why why do you do that and you get kind of you don't know how they're gonna react to it yeah because if they don't react to it nicely, you'll feel, oh, why am I doing this? Why should I be doing this? But I think you've just got to have that confidence because if you like what you're doing, uh, it's fine for you because you like doing it and you're involved with the people around you who also like doing it, so it becomes fun. But when I'm, like now, today I said, oh, at school oh I'm going to a boys baking and one guy just went why are you do it why are you talking about boys baking I thought baking was for girls I was like I? I didn't say anything because I thought why should I because they're just being negative but they were actually I, I was thinking in my head why am I doing
6: this and then I realized
0: because I like it yeah fair dudes. Edward have you had any experience of people being negative about your baking and your cooking
6: not really, but they try to competition me.
0: Oh, what, they try to compete? They say yeah. you're, they're better at baking than you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but you're better, right?
6: Yeah. I, <laughs> I want to do a bake-off.
0: Oh, you want to do the full? We should do it I over do here. It. A full bake-off, yes. like a competition, Z. Uh, Omar, how about you? Have you had any experience of people being negative about you wanting to cook or bake or say, hang on a sec, it's just for girls?
3: Um, not really. But, like, maybe it was just my uncle.
0: Oh, really? Because he older Whenever generation
3: I make a cake he always said he always gives me a low rating
0: oh outrageous he's supposed to be family he should support you in your baking efforts like,
4: wait actually what do you get out like at, what's what's the rating out of
0: Ooh. like
3: usually maybe like 6 out of 10
4: Oh, oh well, my it's
0: goodness. Low. Right, well, and you made two cakes today, didn't you? There's a lemon and a chocolate, I can be sure. Yeah. Just on appearance alone, you're getting nine out of ten on appearance. How about you, Archie? You're a little bit older, and often as uh, kids head towards their teenage years, uh, they can become a little bit more sort of cruel or a little bit more into sort of things that guys should do and things that girls should do.
4: Well, there are quite a couple of cool people in my the school. They They do they are just, like, you know, in a way that they come across that way. Yeah. Some of them, like, they just come across nervous a bit. But some people, like, um, there's people in my school who do a lot of sports. Like, I know someone who does, like, proper rugby. Yeah. And even does it in a way near professional, semi-professional in school. Yeah, he does, like, food tech. And there's actually in my food, in the food tech class at school, there's about nearly, about an equal amount, I could think, a couple more boys.
0: Oh, great. So, even even really sporty boys yeah. are into cooking, ultimately. Yeah. I, and, and and it's so funny because I've grown up in the generation where there were, you know, there were like sporty guys, and then there were the sort of arty guys, and then there were the cool musician guys, and then there were the guys that, you know, went and hid behind the bookshelves. <laughs> I, well, I, think,
4: that, I think that's still here I, today, actually, the to be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> bookshelves? What am I saying? Bike shelves. But I'm I'm so pleased to hear now that there are guys who, you know, boys who bake, who are also really sort of into their rugby, for example.
5: Yeah. Yeah. At our school, we have a thing called food tech. And in food tech, you're obviously learning about food. But it also helps if people, if someone's dyslexic, they might not want to do English because they get, might get embarrassed if the teacher says, how do you say a, a big word? And they'll be like, no. And then when they go to food tech, they understand it because it's more practical. You can use it in life.
0: And Edward, what about the fact that most top chefs are men? I suppose that, that, you know, they had to start somewhere, didn't they? Yeah. um, I... Do you think you might end up being a top chef at yes. some stage? Does it, does it? What is it about the cooking that you like? Do you do you like the sort of going through each piece of the recipe step by step?
6: Yeah, because um, I have dyslexia, it's hard to read things. So I like baking because um, it's not really long, and it, you just add the ingredients.
0: That's so interesting. It's exactly what Stanley said. That you know you've got it, you you prefer the sort of practical skills of things. Yeah. How interesting. And what's your favourite thing to cook, Edward? Uh,
6: Victoria's sponge cake or bread.
0: Bread? Oh, my gosh, he makes
2: bread. I tried to make bread once and failed spectacularly. I never tried it again. What part did you fail on? Oh, the... When I put... Is it the yeast? Yeah. You know, I failed to make it rise. None of you my cakes. You just tanks. have to put it in water. Yeah, I know no, I did all no. of that, but I don't think I've got I the... I don't think the, the yeast sp-
6: was alive.
2: You need to give oh, me the recipe, it. Maybe then. it was old, yes. Maybe, maybe
6: it wasn't instant it yeast. It has to be... F- uh, instant or fresh yeast. Look at this knowledge. It was definitely
0: I not fresh. I love it. Omar's like, maybe it wasn't fresh. I like, know. This cool. is so awesome. I love all this well, knowledge. actually,
3: they remind me of something. I also like baking because I'm into sports and bodybuilding and <gasps> it requires a lot of power. Like, yeah. for example, kneading and... Mixing hard stuff, it does require a lot of power, so that's a nice.
0: Chris Faye would be good at kneading bread. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> Happy birthday, well, Chris Faye! With the big muscles, we he's are gonna live. be
4: able to do it. He's like, gonna be able to do two at once.
0: Yes, he could do do uh, like one loaf with one hand and one loaf with the other. We're mentioning Chris <laughs> Faye he could do it with it's his, his birthday. finger. Birthday. Yes, it is his birthday. He is 40 today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to Chris Faye! <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> so, Holly Shake is here in studio as well. He's from Betty
2: Crocker. I mean, he's the guy in charge here in the region, and um, he was one of the people that made things possible to change the wording on the Arabic instructions of Betty Crocker labels. 20 million units of packaging changed, Um, and now that you're face-to-face with these boys who bake, it's so overwhelming. This is the market that you're supposed to be targeting next, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think that's what's very important also to realize the cultural melting point or cultural melting pot we live in the Middle East. Uh, The people from European backgrounds, it's very natural for them to have mothers who actually encourage that from an early age. I think as I listen more and more to this, I'm getting more ideas on how to basically infuse some of these positive vibes in the Arab society at large. Because for the south, for an average Saudi kid, I'm sure it's much more of a taboo right now. Yeah. And that's why the story of Sultan became so powerful, powerful for us because he was a son of the soil. He he came from Rasul Khema, not yeah. from Dubai. Yeah. And uh, his mom and sister, who we invited to actually uh, give an award to during our recently concluded partners conference, you should have seen the sparkle in his eyes. It's these kind of changes, the small changes which make societies and economies progress. We keep on hearing about negativities around women uh, liberation and 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 uh, women start starting to work uh, in a much more uh, open environment. But these are the real benefits of a society. That's why all the big economic institutions of the world promote gender equality. Because when both men and women start to work, societies progress, especially the societies, the bottom end of the pyramid progresses the most. And that's why I think both for Saudi Arabia as well as for the larger Arab world, it's time for change.
0: Amazing. We're going to be uh, coming back in just the next few minutes to find out a little bit more about what these guys have been cooking and, and to raise more of those really fascinating points. Obviously, we must raise the point that if you can cook, then you can cook healthy meals for your family. And that's got to be a good thing as well.
1: The agenda is your opportunity to air your views. Share your
0: thoughts and join the conversation by text, by phone and online. So Z has disappeared. Because she's gone to go and get the newsroom team because they need to d- 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 they need to taste these amazing cakes that everyone's been making and cookies and cookies. They so, are quite good. Are they quite good? I made well. Actually, Archie just went out and tried a bit. Did you try a bit of your own brownie just to check?
4: Yeah, yeah, I was hungry.
0: Yeah, just check it's not poisonous. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. You don't finish. know it could have like it could have like a pill of cyanide in it. You do You know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, I'm glad you're testing for me. Like you're almost like the queen's tester, taster.
4: Well, as well, second thing is I was, I'm quite hungry. You're quite hungry. Fair enough. Yeah, I've I've only survived off. Everyone's hungry. And all your boys. I I've only survived off. Free fractals this morning. Oh my
0: goodness! Did, but I just—oh my goodness! Did I just gender discriminate there? I was like, "Oh my goodness, you're boys. You're always hungry. Ooh. Maybe I'm <laughs> being—that is, li- is
4: illegal, right there. <gasps> is that
0: gender stereotyping? That is Not illegal, really. right there. No, you totally. shall be punished." What do you guys think about gender stereotyping? So, if I said, "Oh, boys shouldn't do ballet," what would you say?
4: Um, depend- Mixed
0: opinions. That's wrong. Uh,
4: it it depends. Well,
0: it depends because it depends on what
3: you're talking about. Because things like ballet, it's it's like it fits girls more
0: ah interesting point but so what like, about but what about male ballet dancers with their strong legs and they jump really high in the air and they have to lift girl ballet dancers up so they're actually quite strong well the
5: thing with that is obviously that when they're if a boy is doing ballet they're always perceived as the strong one or obviously the, so you know like in a play where you've got uh the prince and then you've got the princess and they always the The prince is always supposed to be
0: stronger. Yeah, and rescue the princess. Yeah,
5: but in actual fact, girls can actually do it. And that's a good thing which needs to be brought up, that girls actually can be able to be the main plot. Because in the movie Pocahontas, the women only got got to speak 30% of the whole movie, which is, well, that's 30%, there's the other 70%.
0: Very interesting point. And oddly enough, I have to talk to my boys who are six and five. They often say, oh, well, girls aren't as strong as boys. And I have to go, well, actually, there's a lot of girls there who are just as strong as boys. What do you think about that?
4: I have lost many arm wrestling contests to girls. I will (laughs) put that out there. You do never underestimate. And I've learned never underestimate people, even if they are short. And this is first-hand experience.
0: Uh Edward what do you think you're 11 you're one of the younger boys in the room what do you think about what girls and boys and the differences do you think there is any difference between I girls and boys I don't think
6: there is it's just um how you're brought up because um if you're brought up in say somewhere like England um you're you you're pretty like um you don't you don't really see the difference but yeah. if you're brought up somewhere in like Saudi you can like see the difference.
0: Very interesting point there, that the, the boys raise Ali Shake, who is uh, who works for Betty Crocker, who's come into the studio to join us here. I mean, I suppose that is why it's so important that you change the language on your packaging.
1: And and, and learning from this, not only uh, has Betty Crocker has kind of pioneered the way, but some of our other company brands, including Pillsbury, we've also done the change. And we encourage all other companies who are manufacturing products, which are used in a typical kitchen, to change their packaging, to be the part of this change that is happening in the society at this point in time, because it's these small steps which will make something much bigger over here.
0: Guys, it's been absolutely wonderful. I know uh, we're, to have you all in the studio. We've had Omar, Edward, and Archie, and Stanley in the studio, also Ali Shake from Betty Crocker. Uh, it's worth mentioning that they have all bought the most incredible cakes and cookies in for us to try. They're we quite wanted tasty. they're going to be very tasty. We wanted to do a sort of bake-off competition live on air we were thwarted because you're not allowed to bring food or drink into the studio. That's upsetting. Were, <laughs> which, my heart
4: was especially broken there. Uh,
0: but there are, there are a lot of very hungry people in the newsroom who are going to come out and try your cakes. And I know that the, the our lovely tech ops on the other side, Melania and Isa, are... are More than anticipating, their arms are raving in the air because they've seen your tweet. So thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. Uh, Boys Who Bake, you have changed our preconceptions about uh, gender stereotypes. It's been an absolute pleasure having you in the studio. Thank you, guys. Thank you, George. This is Dubai I 103.8.